Hey guys, and welcome back to the Honest Journey podcast. My name is Mordecai, and if you're new here, we are going through Scripture, specifically the Gospels, and even more specifically, I've decided to go through Mark. And we're going to be reading the Scriptures and seeing who Jesus was, what he said, how he lived his life, um, what he taught on. And then we're going to take that to learn more and more what it means to be a follower of Christ and what it means to walk with Jesus daily. And I think going through the Gospels is a really great way to start this because Jesus walked on earth as a man and he is a representation of how we're supposed to live our lives and what he spoke is how we are supposed to live our lives and that is basically what it means to be a believer is what Jesus taught and following what Jesus taught. So Mark opens up with a prophecy and how Jesus fulfilled that prophecy. And it is it says, It is written by the prophets, Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. The voice of the one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. So Jesus is that messenger before our face who will prepare our way. And that's kind of opening it up into Mark where where we're about to see who Jesus was, who that messenger is, and, and what the, that messenger is saying and how he will prepare our way. So I think it's really interesting because the first thing that Mark quotes Jesus on is really interesting to me. And the reason is, is because when somebody opens up with something, typically it's the first thing that they remember, which is typically the most one of the most important things that stuck out to them. For example, yesterday I came home from playing disc golf, and my wife asked me, "So, how did how'd you play? How, you know, how was the league? Because I played with a bunch of guys in a league." And the first thing I said was, "It was great. I shot minus one." And for and if you don't know disc golf, that's okay. But for me, shooting minus one is a really good game. And so that's the very first thing I said, so because it was super important to me. And then I went into the rest of it. You know, I told her about the guys that I played with, and I told her about my round. But the first thing I said was, it was great, I shot minus one. So what's the first thing that Mark quotes Jesus on? And it's in verse 14 through 15. He says, now after John was put in prison, Jesus came to Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. And saying the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. That's the very first thing that Jesus said. said, The time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. So what does that mean? That means the kingdom of God is here. The time has come. So repent and believe. And that word repent implies a poious sorrow for unbelief and sin and a turning from them unto God and the gospel of Christ. So having sorrow for your unbelief and sin. So what does it mean to believe? Because it says repent and believe. And that word believe there means to trust, respect, have faith in, and entrust your spiritual well-being unto Christ. So first... (laughs) We need to have a poious sorrow for our unbelief, for not trusting, for not respecting, for not having faith in, and for not entrusting our spiritual well-being unto Christ. And turning from that, and then putting our trust, our respect, respect, our faith, and entrust our spiritual well-being into him. So turn from not doing those things, and then 
put all that into God. And on top of that, also being sorrowful and turning from our sin and entrusting all that into Jesus and into the gospel of Christ. I just really like that that's the first thing that he quotes Jesus on because I think it's just such a simple a simple way of looking at things. And yet it can also be very difficult at times. And so I just really, really, really enjoyed that. The next thing that stuck out to me, if we continue on into verse 17, uh, it says, Then Jesus said to them, and he's talking to Simon and Andrew, he finds them fishing in the sea, and he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you become fishers of men. So Simon and Andrew had their nets over the water, and they were fishing. And Jesus walks up to them and says, Drop everything, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. So first of all, imagine, like I'm building my house right now for my wife, and we're, build, we're building this house, and imagine I'm just up there working, you know, putting up some stud walls or whatever it is I'm doing, and this stranger walks up and just says, Hey, drop everything you're doing, and I will make you a builder of my kingdom. And it's just this random guy. So what did they see in him? Because they immediately dropped everything and just went. And so they must have seen something in Jesus that was worth following. And I'm excited to continue to see, you know, how that plays out and what that is. Because obviously Jesus was someone that they were willing to just drop everything. So either they were crazy <laughs> or they saw something in him. So I'm excited to see what they, what they saw in him. The next parts that Mark talks about, the, some of the first things that he recalls Jesus doing is healing people, praying with his father, teaching people, and spending time alone. In verse 34, in verse 34 he says, Then he healed many who were sick with various diseases and cast out many demons, and he did not allow the demons to speak because they knew him. Now, Mark recalls a bunch of different cleansings. He cleanses a leper. He heals a paralytic. He heals Peter's mother-in-law. And he continues to heal over and over again. But one thing that he says is that he did not allow the demons to speak because they knew him. So the demons know Jesus. And they respect him enough to not speak when Jesus tells them to. But obviously, because they're demons, they don't put their trust and respect and faith in him. But they still know him. And that's, that's, really, that's really interesting to me. The next thing that was really cool was um, in verse 35 through 38. It says, Now in the morning, having risen a long while before daylight, he went out and departed to a solitary place, and there he prayed. And Simon and those who were with him search, searched for him. When they found him, they said to him, Everyone is looking for you. But he said to them, Let us go into the next towns, that I may preach there also, because for this purpose I have come forth. And he was preaching in their synagogues throughout all Galilee and casting out demons. So the disciples wake up and they don't see Jesus anywhere. And they just go out looking for him and they find him alone. 
praying with his father. And so that just made me think to myself, how often do I just sit alone and pray? How often do I seek God's um, guidance? How often do I seek out Jesus and, and allow him to prepare my way? Not as often as I should, for, for sure. But as soon as they find him, he just says, all right, let's go to the next town because this is my purpose. But he was up there praying in a solitary place, seeking guidance from God or maybe just talking to his father. And I'm not exactly sure because it doesn't say. But obviously that time was important to him because he left without telling anybody and just went up and started praying. So I think, again, I think it's really interesting that the that the first things that, that Mark starts talking about is how Jesus went around teaching, how the first thing that he says is the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. Turn from your untrust. Turn from not having faith in me. Turn from not putting your spiritual well-being into me. Turn from that and put all of that into me. Turn from your sin and follow me. Follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Which I think also implies just that Jesus was set here to bring people into the kingdom of God, to bring people into him. And so I think that's what that means, that they will no longer be fishing for fish, but they will be going out and fishing for men. So I just want to close with a quick prayer. Lord, thank you for the gospel that you've given us. And thank you for the words that Mark so faithfully wrote so that we can learn more about you. And Lord, I'm sorry that I have not put my trust in you. I repent of my sin, Father, and I give it all to you. Lord, I need you in my life. I need you to be the one that sets my path straight. Because on my own, I cannot do this. And Lord, I want to be a fisher of men as well, Father. So continue to teach me and show me what that means. Lord, thank you for this time that I got to spend with you. And I hope that this touches somebody else just like your words have touched me today. Thank you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thanks guys for listening. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. Make sure to follow this podcast so that you don't miss the next episode. I will be trying to post again very shortly. So enjoy, and I will see you guys next time.